This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you, whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives. You'll find it all here. We're a nation of food lovers, and in the era of persistent power cuts, the delivery service has become vital to many of us. Tap the app, choose the dish, and wait for the friendly rider to arrive. What could be simpler? But how much thought do we give to the people behind the visors? Who are they? What's their commission? Do they enjoy what they do? Mac hit the streets to find out, and discovered they pay a high price for our convenience. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. At a small cemetery in Deep Slough, Johannesburg, mourners gather to pay their last respects to a fallen friend. A Burundian called Joyer, he was just 23. A motorbike delivery rider, he was killed after colliding with a taxi. He's been given a dignified send-off by fellow riders who've raised money for his burial. Be confident who you are, who God created who you are, and know that you are a child of God. And if there's an air of anxiety amongst those at the graveside, it's from knowing that it could have been them being lowered into the ground. Punishing unforgiving industry. This job is dangerous. I like it, but it's dangerous. A service as simple as delivering food becomes a constant race against the clock and sometimes a dice with death. This is the online food delivery industry. A service that's exploded globally in recent years and taken root in South Africa too. Hundreds of bikers crisscross our major cities and towns delivering restaurant fare to a hungry middle class. A growing army of delivery bike drivers are taken to the streets every day, competing for scarce clients and income. But who are the men and women behind the helmets. Hey, bud, how are you? Good, how are you? Like a man, but you say bon, bonjour, hey. Bonjour, comment ça va? Uh, ça va bien? Ça va très bien. <laughs> Good to see Since you. I was born, I Since was I was born, we never stayed for too long in one place and were always on the run. Jacques, who asked us to hide his identity, fled to South Africa to escape war and poverty in the Democratic Republic of Congo. 
No time to sleep, no time to rest, no future. After losing his entire family to the violence in his home country, it took Jacques five months to get here. It's been seven years, but he says he still fears persecution as a refugee. Why did you want to go to South Africa? People were saying South Africa is safer than other countries. The online food ordering platform Uber Eats had just launched in Joburg, so he signed up renting a bike for 650 rand a week. Start early in the morning, then I knock I start off early in the morning, then I knock off later around 11, sometimes even at 12. Late nights, early mornings, seven days a week. For you, it's about getting your food fresh and warm. For him, it's about putting food on his table. Globally, revenue in the online food delivery market is expected to reach close to a trillion dollars this year. More than half of that is for groceries. But meal delivery is expected to grow to close to 3 billion users in the next four years. I came here because my parents, they didn't afford to pay a school fees. It's an industry ready-made for people like Witness. Like Jacques, he fled to South Africa for a better life. Short on options as a 22-year-old migrant from Zimbabwe, he found hope in an app and two wheels. When I came to South Africa, now I'm starting to uh, drive my motorcycle. Witness will take work from wherever it comes, from the big names like Uber Eats, Mr. D Food and Bolt, to smaller platforms operating in places some of the bigger brands fear to tread. But more competition means more bikes and smaller profits. So now tell me, are you also renting your bike? No, this one I take as a credit. I pay a monthly. You pay monthly? Yes. So this is your bike, you own it? Yes, yes. And how much are you paying monthly for this uh, one? This is 600. Nowadays it's quite. Yeah. It's difficult yeah. to make that money. Okay. So nowadays you can make almost 3,000 every So it's tough to budget. Yeah. Supposed to keep that money for the bike. Mm -hmm. Supposed to keep a uh, month for petrol. Supposed to buy a food. Yeah. As if his financial struggles weren't challenging enough, Witness has also felt the brunt of another of the job's downsides. This collision landed him in hospital last year and put him out of action for over a month. When I have got injured, they didn't pay us. They said we are not employed. But every day I'm going to work. I'm, I'm using all my mind to go to the hospital. They're not doing anything to protect the drivers. They don't have a physical office to go um, to report to. Vitz University sociology researcher Figila Masikani is campaigning for a better deal for the gig workers in the digital economy. I think what we need to clarify there is that um, they are called partners. They're not called workers. They're called um, self-employed. For every online order, the app assigns a rider. Some days can be slow, and after expenses, profits are often slim. But that isn't their biggest concern. 
With tough bosses and demanding customers, it's already a hard enough job. But add rain, potholes, theft, assault and hijackings, some drivers never make it back home. As night falls, anxiety levels mount. We're going to have to go to Hillbrass area. At Reaper Tactical, Roger Ladera and his team will spend the night patrolling food franchises and recovering stolen bikes across Joburg. We're invited along for the ride. Bulletproof vests are not optional. From now until about 9 o'clock, yeah. it's where the drivers are busy. Yeah. So this is where they do a lot of their deliveries, pizza night. Oh yeah, so it's Friday night, month end, so, and, and it's raining, so everybody wants to eat in, chill at home. 100%. Yeah, so this is when all the calls start coming in. For the criminals, timing is everything. Striking at the end of the rider's shifts. And then from one o'clock onwards is where they're still in from the driver's houses. Okay, so until about nine o'clock, what we pick up sometimes is they make a false um, order. Yeah. They stand outside someone's house yeah. and then they wait for the drivers to arrive. Once the driver arrives, stops at the bike, climbs off, the oaks then attack him. So it's month end and it's also been raining. These guys are going to be pretty busy tonight. The worst part about it is they don't know what they're going to encounter when they hit the road. When food orders are flowing, it's hard to avoid hijacking hotspots. So you have to sometimes even escort each other? Yeah, we escort each other. It's dangerous south hill, Bella Vista side. We can't go. Yeah. But we just go because of we are two. We can cover each other. At least, oh, if anything happens. Yeah. And we cannot even avoid it because our boss say let's wait. So we can wait. So there's nothing can do. At a big shopping center, we run into Malik. Still in shock, he's just been assaulted. Yeah, just get robbed right now. Right now? Right now. Malik went to deliver to a customer, and while waiting at their gate, a car sped up to him. They just give me a slap. I tried to fall down, but I control myself. I came again out, up, down, then I came up, then I start the bike, I ran away. Does this happen all the time? Like uh, It's happened every day, each and every day. How many times has it happened to you? I mean, uh, now maybe it's like seven times. Seven times? Yeah, but I'm surviving. Are you always worried about your life? Always. Yeah. Always I'm worried about my life. Keep it safe, my brother. Oh, Hijackings have escalated. The bikes chopped up for spare parts and smuggled to countries like Mozambique and Malawi. Recovery teams seldom manage to track down bikes and suspects before they disappear into the night. But sometimes the tracking team wins. Okay, get away, In Boxburg on Johannesburg's East Strand, they chase down a stolen bike. This guy, this guy, this guy! After the rider is hijacked and severely pistol whipped. Which areas would you say are some of your biggest hotspots? Every area is a hotspot. So do you think there's a, a big syndicate that's involved in this? Yes, I do think that there is somebody that's ordering bikes at times. And as the riders navigate the country's treacherous criminal landscape, the fight continues with their bosses for better pay, better support, 
to be seen. What do you want to achieve in South Africa? You know, what are some of your hopes and dreams for your family, your children, your wife? What I hope to do is that one day me also, I can do my own business and leave this business for bikes. Or one day I can get my own car and work Uber takes fire. Mm -hmm. You see, it's safe. More than this bike. Mm -hmm. The next time you see a food delivery rider on the road, why not spare them a thought and send them some much-needed good vibes? Underpaid, overworked and facing great danger every day, they deserve a little more kindness. Thanks for listening. In case you missed any of our earlier episodes, you can find them all now on Spotify and all other major platforms. Also, head on over to the Carte Blanche website for more insightful content. <laughs>